Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, and welcome back. Our special guest, Arielle, how are you? I'm doing amazing. Can I just say how much I love your intro every time I see it? Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> from one podcaster to another, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I appreciate it. That means a lot because you know how it is when you're doing things to make sure that it looks professional. So I appreciate Absolutely. that. How's your week going? My week is going amazing. Speaking of last week's conversation around like the evolution of, of freedom. And then here I'm in Brunswick, Georgia. I got a chance to come to the beach and visit my uncle and my mom. It's on top of that, some personal revelations, some personal journaling, got a chance to do all that. So I'm doing amazing. How are you, my love? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A lot of good things on the horizon, um, keeping busy in terms of the business. So things are good. Things are good. The podcast is booming. So excited about that. Um, once again, good morning and welcome to Ladder Talk Live. I'm your coach, Walina, and we have a very special guest who's back for part two of Evolution of Freedom. Last week, we dove in very deep in levels one and two of the evolution. And then Arielle's going to help us really week as we're talking about mastering it and really embracing freedom, uh, which is what you really specialize in, right? Helping their corporate worker go from a nine to five to embracing entrepreneurship. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thanks guys for being here. I love being in Coach Walina's community because you guys have all of the good energy, all the good vibes. So feel free to drop questions as we talk because um, I realize this, this concept can be very high level and we only have 30 minutes. So if you guys have specific questions like, hey, what was that? Run that back, please. Let us know and then we will address it in the comments. Um, last week, we talked about the evolution of freedom. A lot of times people think entrepreneurship in itself is freedom alone, but there are stages to getting to a level of freedom, both mentally, physically, spiritually, relationship wise, that you can start on your own while you're still in your nine to five. So we built on the concept of freedom, understanding your own skill sets and how you can have freedom within the job. So navigating with a little bit of independence. And now we're talking about the last two phases, which we talked about last week, which were Mind, a mindset shift and then going into entrepreneurship. Coach Walina, you know, the one thing that I learned actually gives you the most freedom that most people will never really understand. I'm leaning in. Until you experience it, it's structure. Mm. Structure is one of those things that unlocked my ability to be free. The reason I say that is because in order to live a life where you do what you want to do and you do what you have to do, you set the term. You set the terms on when you get things done, how you get things done, and even why you get things done. Remember, last week we talked about the definition of freedom being my definition of freedom being freedom to create, freedom to work, freedom mm -hmm. to live, play how you want to do that. But the problem is, when I became an entrepreneur, the first two weeks I quit my job. I had all forty hours back onto my calendar. You know what I did? What'd you and do? I literally left in every single day. <laughs> I had the mentality that, listen, I've been working since I was 13 years old. So I need a break. I deserve a break. And so I'm going to give myself some time to chill. But I didn't give, I didn't set a parameter. I mm -hmm. said, okay, I'm going to give myself some time. And then I'm going to go after my big dreams, my big ideas. 
two weeks in, I still had no goals, no plans, no structure. I wasn't doing my routines anymore. The things that got me to a place where I could quit, I was no longer waking up and meditating. Mm. I'm just waking up late with no aim in the day. It wasn't until I decided, okay, Ariel, you're pretty much just floundering in this thing I called glorified unemployment is what I used to call it. <laughs> so what I had to do is get really, really strict on myself. Mm-hmm. I had to set a daily schedule. And when I mean daily schedule, there's a, I'm going to share a tool with you guys. Um, I found this tool called TimeTune. Okay. TimeTune is, is for, for um, Android users, it's called TimeTune. And for I, uh, iOS users, it's called TimeBlock. Okay. And what it allows you to do is inventory your hours. In the, 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 the most simplest way, you start by identifying how am I going to start my day, right? Where am I going to dedicate sleep? When am I going to actually get up and do some deep work? And then when am I going to do some free work, some things that make me feel good, the creative things that I used to do? I realized unlocking my freedom was actually structuring my day. But it took a whole different mindset shift for me to get here. So I know we're going to talk about those things. I just think that if I if I were to boil down freedom and entrepreneurship to one thing, it would be allowing yourself to structure your day gives you the freedom to say, OK, Wednesday, I'm not doing anything because Thursday I'm doing deep work. Mm. Friday, I'm not doing anything because Saturday I have a whole day of podcasting. Right. And all of these things are things that I want to do every single day. So if you look at it from the outside looking in, it's like Aria works all the time. But I set the day up as I want to, based on my energy, based on the people who bring me happiness, based on the work that br- makes brings me joy, and then the stuff that I really don't enjoy to do, like the back end structure work, like the back end mm. system. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's let's put that early in the day so I can get that out the way. So wow. that is what I, that's what I would say. Freedom is wrapped up around. That's the number one thing, and we can unpack it throughout this conversation. Yes, I love what you said. I think a lot of people. Um, do their best to escape the the nine to five and think that that means, you know, you're going to be sipping Mai Tais on your yacht and money will just continue to flow in, which is the case for some people, but not all of us. And so you still have to bring that same level of structure into your business, just like you did for someone else's. Yes. Now, I know that you teach this like at at great depths in your program. So what are what are the top misconceptions that people have or you know pieces of confusion that people have when they finally step into that next um, phase of life? Yeah, well then the first one is exactly what you said. The idea the idea that you're going to be sipping my ties every single day, you're going to wake up on vacation every single day. That's the number one uh, misconception. There's so if you if you look at entrepreneurship, if you look at this journey of um, of freedom from a structured perspective, when you're in your nine to five, your day is structured by the company. Right. Last week, we introduced the idea of putting um, a time block on your schedule for like from like two to three, which is just your time, whether you want to meditate, whether you want to take a nap, whether you want to just go talk and, and be in, in nature. That's the first thing that we, we that's the first step that we take to like structuring in time for ourselves and then moving away from the corporate structure. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think about like, OK, I have my goal and I want to jump, jump out into entrepreneurship without any type of plan. The misconception is all I'll be all I need to do is make a little money, have my savings account, and then I'll be able to go out into entrepreneurship and figure it out. Having a plan means that you know exactly how you're going to set up your day. 
you know exactly what revenue generating activities you need to do. And then you know exactly how you're going to dedicate time to increase your mindset. So that would be the second thing, revenue generating activities. When you have all 40 hours back onto your calendar, yes, spending time with yourself is, is, is extremely important. But what a lot of um, folks do when they're still in corporate America, they want to set up their website. They want to set up their social media. Mm -hmm. They want to get business cards. They want to say, jump to the mountaintops and say, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. But what are you doing day in and day out? If you're not making money as an entrepreneur, then you're not have you don't run a business. So, oops, excuse me. Wendy out here. <laughs> so okay. one of the things that um, I focus on in my coaching are revenue generating activities. So while we're still in your nine to five, we're saying, what are your numbers? If you have a goal of making $10,000 in order for you to quit, then how are you going to get to that $10,000? What product or service are we building in order for you to get that $10,000? And what do you need to do every single day that's going to get you to your goal? That means if we focus on the number one thing that drives revenue in your business, you can spend the rest of your 40 hours doing whatever it is that you want to do. So the misconception is we get free time just to do nothing and it makes us money. People make it look easy mm -hmm. on social media, right? Which would be the third misconception, but people make it look easy on social media like every single day is awesome. But when creating content and making like these little Mai Tais or, or doing a, a matcha latte you know, tea <laughs> in the morning time, that is that is someone's revenue generating activity because it's tied to a link to purchase something on their website. Right. And now it's not just like this free thinking, not doing anything. So that, that would be the, the third misconception. Social media. Mm. I would say and I think that we all can be guilty of this of some of in some way or some fashion. But a lot of entrepreneurs will only show you, and it's designed this way, to show you the best sides of entrepreneurship. So the misconception that you have about entrepreneurship is actually like, it's a, it's a um, what you call it, self-fulfilling prophecy, because mm -hmm. we create this image where like life is awesome all the time, and then we don't talk enough about how do you take care of yourself when times are low, when depression hits, when self-doubt hits, when, not mm -hmm. if, when self-doubt hits. Because what we talk about oftentimes is that everything is great, but taking care of your mental health comes into play when you're comparing yourself to other people. You're saying, this is how my life as an entrepreneur is going to be. You're thinking, this is how like all the, ha all the happiness and things are going to unfold for me when I become an entrepreneur. So if we talk, mm -hmm. if we just summarize those three misconceptions, one is be that social media aspect, thinking everything is going to be a vacation every day. Now, I just said to my uncle, every day is a vacation. But every day, as my life is, you know, because I control my time, with $100,000 in the bank, will make me a much better vacation. That, <laughs> That's that a whole works. different level of freedom. Yes, yes. <laughs> but so, so there are levels to, like, coming into this, this idea that you are free, but there are still levels to go for me and Coach Walina. So that's... I, the identity the, of that, that social media, the presence, the um, identity, the idea that social media is what entrepreneurship looks like. The second thing is focusing on your revenue generating activity and not just focusing on an aimless 40 hours a week back on your calendar. And then it will be that structure under identifying that every day is not going to be like just what am I going to do this morning? Um, unless you do have that million dollars in your calendar. I'm pretty sure some millionaires and billionaires yeah. live like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to get you through that first hump. <laughs> that's right. I love the question that Kofi has. His question is, who is your support system? It's really key to really tap into that as well. As a new entrepreneur, you're really um, left to your own vices. And so as a result, you really do need that accountability. And sometimes, and in most cases, that accountability partner is likely not going to be that nine to five person because they simply don't understand what it is you're doing anyway. What are, yes. you, what are your thoughts on that? Oh my God. That's such a good question because my, my answer has evolved over time. Mm -hmm. When I was feeling like I was trapped in my nine to five, I would say I had no support system. But the same people who didn't understand why I would want to leave my nine to five are the same is I'm going to say is the same person who I heard this morning explaining my job to my uncle. And <laughs> let me start from the let me start from what I'm talking about. When I was stuck, I'll say when I felt stuck in my role, everyone that I had to speak to had nine to fives, meaning my friends had their nine to fives. And what I could do is complain about the job. And then we would say, oh, you know, that's just corporate for you. You know, meetings about meetings, you know, bosses set deadlines that mean nothing. Fire drills are all like all the complaints. Right. This project that's aimless and nobody's listening. Leadership's not listening to the best direction that we should go into. These conversations were constant. Right. Let's say I'm having a conversation with my mom or someone who's much older. Girl, you got that. You got that nice job in that company. You have these benefits. <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do? Why are you trying to quit your job? Entrepreneurship. Nobody was an entrepreneur. So I created this cocoon for a long time. I had to lock in and it was just me, which is very, very lonely. I, it was a lonely existence. So what I did with that time, I took on virtual mentors. Mm. Like Jim Rohn was my best friend. Les Brown was my best friend. <laughs> my support system were digital people for a long time because the people around me, I didn't have an entrepreneurship community who understood that I was leaving a nine to five mindset and I was going into abundance in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that someone in nine to five is not living in abundance, but for me, it wasn't the place for me. But no one else understood how could I change that without getting another job. Mm. So my support system at, at that time, I felt like no one understood me. Like no one understood how you could be unhappy with your role, how you could be excelling in the things that you're really good at, but not being compensated for those things. And you want more out of life. You want to change the way you've grown up. Those are the things that I felt just this morning as we were getting ready to come to the beach. My uncle was like, what does Ari do? <laughs> like, yes. Like, you know, and my mom is like, oh, she, you know, she works all the time. She, it, well, the way she works doesn't look like the way that we're used to working. So if I step away from my laptop, I'm still working. I'm still thinking. I'm still building my business. I'm still strategizing, right? And she's just like, the way that she explained it, I said, you know what? She's my role dog. For your, for your, for my mom to be able to grow in five years, meaning that at one point she had no clue. What I, what I wanted to do. She had no clue why I wanted to live but or leave. But when she comes onto my lives, when she hears me having a strategy call with a client, when she sees me having a conversation with coaches, when she sees testimonials, she's like, oh, my baby's working. Mm -hmm. And now she can actually communicate that to other people who don't understand in my family. So now I, I don't think that I would have said this three years ago, but my mom is my number one support system. Mm. And then I have a community of entrepreneurs. I met Coach Walina in part of it, right? In entrepreneurs who are on their journey, identifying as coaches in an industry that's very new, which is like, hey, why are there coaches popping up out of nowhere? That's because there are more and more people who want to change their lives. 
There are more and more people who want to have a mindset shift. There are more and more people who want to live in a different reality. And the current situation, the current environment that you have right now doesn't provide the opportunity mm. for you to think that way. So that is why, like, my, I'm proud to say that my, my support system has grown and, and shifted. I'm glad I have my mom on my side. But it was lonely for a long time. I'm just glad to be here and, and been able to say, like, even through my own growth, seeing my mom grow. Because mm. a lot of times we discredit our, the people in our families that are older than us. And we realize that, oh, we, we, we think that they can't change or that, they you know, you can't teach an old, old dog new tricks. That's what, that's what they say. But being able to have someone see your transformation, believe in their own transformation, and support your transformation. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like I'm speechless. I, I love that question. It, it's so impactful because as you said, you know, we, we, you know, especially in the black community, if you got weekends off and benefits, you, you hit, hit it big, you done hit the lottery, you know? And so I, I've had the same thing where, you know, family members are like, what is it that you do again? You seem to make good money, but what is it? What do you do? What do mm -hmm. you do? You work from home? How could you possibly do anything from home? You know, so it's a whole mindset shift. And then also, it seems as though entrepreneurship at a, at a time was almost taboo. Yes. So every company we've ever used is created by an entrepreneur, but we don't see it that far because we've never seen it. Right. right. The, the people that are in power from a CEO perspective are so far removed from the average person. So we think that we see them as almost gods in their own right. Right. And so now to see, you know, something that Wall Street Trapper success look like us, it's it's something people are still getting used to. Yes. You know, which is amazing that you and I can say we are a part of that movement. And yes. uh, I, I don't know uh, if you have seen this. I'm sure you have based on your name, but a lot of people have been talking about, you know, Ariel and how is, uh, you know, a beautiful brown skin woman and yeah. the fashion videos of little black girls and little brown skin girls that say, oh my gosh, she has skin like me and oh, she looks so pretty. And to see we are in, influencing the change that the younger generation need to see because now they get to see it's possible versus in the past, what has happened is People see you working hard. Oh, you gotta really, you gotta work hard. When you grow up, you're gonna work hard, work hard. It's just ingrained in you. You've gotta work for someone else. You you must do this, you must do that. Versus now, success can look like you, whatever that may be, or whatever that may may mean. And then you get to create it, even if it's from scratch. There are no real bad ideas per se. Yeah. Versus, you know. Coach Melina, I was going to ask you a question because um, I had a I did a live yesterday or no, I did a live on Monday um, uh, with Donnie Wiggins. And mm. we were talking about the period of time where you lock in. Mm. And if I were being honest about your question, even more honest, there's a fourth misconception, which is the commitment to getting to that freedom that we're talking about. That's not so pretty. I call it, I have a concept called intentional discomfort. Mm. 
And um, because I have my master's in social work, there is um, in, in DBT or, or, or CBT, there is a, a concept called stress tolerance. Meaning if you're going to put yourself in a situation that is, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, it's going to be stressful, you pre-plan how you're going to deal with that stress so that you can get over the hump. Mm -hmm. So the reason I say intentional discomfort is because while we're having this conversation about evolution to freedom, I can't, I would be remiss if I said that there weren't trials in order to get to that place where, where Wall Street Trapper can say Wall Street looks like us now, yeah. right? There's, there's a period of time where you're like stressing out because your mind doesn't think in trades. Your mind doesn't think right. you, it value in buying Apple. So intentional discomfort for me was because I voluntarily left my job making $78,000 thinking to myself, if I get to $100,000, will I really leave my job? Because there's nothing stopping me from stumbling into six figures in this space. Are you happy, Ariel? No. Matter of fact, I cried every Friday that I'm working seven, seven o'clock in the afternoon. Hmm. So I decided, okay, maybe I won't make six figures the first year I'm out in entrepreneurship. But I know I'm capable of doing that because I know my skill sets. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I focus on the ultimate goal, I can get there. But there was a there was a period in my life where I specifically intentionally put myself in a place of discomfort. And at the time, I didn't know that was distress tolerance. At mm. the time, I didn't know about DBT and CBT and all of these different th therapeutic modalities. But for me, it was an intentional, de an intentional decision to be uncomfortable so that I could get the ultimate result, which is this freedom that we're talking about. Not just the freedom when I say my life looks like a vacation, but I know I don't have $100,000 in the bank, but the freedom that says I have $100,000 in the bank, that's liquid and I get to own my time. That's a whole different level, but I decided to go through a period of discomfort to get there. So for you, Coach Walina, what is, what is your thought process behind making the transition into entrepreneurship? Have there been points in your journey that have been intentional, intentionally discomfort, uncomfortable, or do you have a different perspective on it? I'm, I'm open to all things, but I figure we have to have a conversation about that. Yes, yes. I appreciate you asking that. Honestly, I am an extremist. That's just my personality type. And so I am a all in or all out type of person. There is no in between. So what I typically do. I, I live in intentional discomfort. So I still work my nine to five, give them my time, my, my 40 hours a week or so. And then I also give my business 40 plus hours a week. I choose to do that. I've decided this is what I want to spend my time doing because I know that it's going to pay off. Last night, I'm, I'm scheduling all of these guests for the podcast for the future weeks and months uh, until two, three o'clock in the morning while I'm listening to a podcast. I'm doing that intentionally because I know my time that I'm spending now is going to be an investment. I know that what I put in, I am going to get out because there's really no other option for that. I, I am intentionally doing that. I've always been like that, but I, I have finally realized where sometimes Again, if you're, you find that you just kind of think you're supposed to always be busy. So then you find yourself doing a bunch of busy work, but is it really serving what needs to be served? 
Or is it like you said, oh, let me just create this website. Oh, let me just create this, you know, thing. And then it's not actually serving the client, getting clients, for example, or selling a product or whatever. What, what are you doing to engage? Yes. There, you, I have been there. You can't skip the steps. You're not going to expect to be that millionaire or hundred thousandaire if you're not going through all of the steps. And, and I go to these conferences now on a regular basis since I've been exposed to it. And you think when you go to these conferences that they're going to tell you, okay, the formula is 2x squared times 3x squared. And there you're rich. And you're like, ah, I cracked the code. <laughs> but every time I go to these conferences, and I'm going to be honest, sometimes that is exactly what I'm looking for. Tell me it's 2x squared times What four. do I do? Okay. Four, and <laughs> I got the answer. But it's yeah. not that at all. And the more I'm doing the thing, the more I realize it really isn't. It's just putting in your time, putting in that effort, doing the steps. And eventually, it's going to pay off. Being honest. Many people more than likely did not make it overnight. You can't expect your, you to get your entrepreneurship license to, to life, start on Monday, and by Tuesday, you're rich. Right. You're speaking to this sticky note that I wrote in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey. In the time where I was thinking about going back to corporate girl, I was like, I was like, oh, well, I started the journey, but I think it's still safe. People still know me. I can turn in some um, applications. I'll be fine. <laughs> Maybe I can just go back. And I said, you know what? No, Ariel, trust the process. And what Coach Walina is speaking to is when you know that, one, you have what it takes to get to the other side. You're willing to put yourself in a situation where I'm going to a conference and I'm trusting that I'll get what I need. You're putting yourself in a position where I'm spending 40 hours a week in my day job and 40 hours a week in my business because I choose to do that. And these are the tiny wins that we can remember. So this is a, an affirmation that I, I say when I'm stressed. Mm. I say, I, I prayed for this challenge. I prayed for this. This is a blessing. This problem is a blessing because I prayed for the, the, the chance to just put myself through something that's going to make me different, make me better. Now, as you're spending 40 hours a week on your job and then 40 hours a week in your in your business, you're setting up momentum in the opposite direction so that when you're ready to let go of that nine to five, you've built up such momentum in your business that the revenue, you already have your revenue generating activities. You now get literally 40 hours back. Plus, you probably won't be working 40 hours in your business anymore because it will be built and established 100 percent. You'll be in a place where everything paid off. And Coach Valina right now is speaking to trusting the process that when you decide to put yourself through a little bit of discomfort, maybe not financially, but maybe it's family wise. Maybe you're having a conversation. Hey, guys, I'm not going to be available every Wednesday anymore to go to do um, cocktails anymore because Wednesday is now the day I dedicate to building my business. That is intentionally saying I'm going to be uncomfortable for a bit. Mm -hmm. and who knows how long that bit is going to be, but I'm going to trust the process. Because on the other side, I know what's waiting for me. So that, like, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a perfect depiction of that intentional discomfort for a person who's still in their nine to five. Because for me, intentional discomfort is still like, okay, I know I have to go to bed at, at nine o'clock, even though I don't have a regular time to get up in the morning. But I said, I'm going to get up in the morning at eight o'clock. Shoot, some, sometimes it's five o'clock so that I can start my morning routine. So mm -hmm. I can be sitting down and doing deep work by eight, nine o'clock. 
You get what I'm saying? These are, these are, it's the decision. And you remember what I said in the beginning, structure is like the biggest part of freedom. Yep. Decision-making. The fact that you said, I choose, mm-hmm. you choose the life you want. You choose your heart. You choose your challenges. You choose them. And so the part about like leaving your nine to five, it's, it's all about just coaching you through knowing what you know how to do best, helping you not make those U-turns, helping you seek the freedom that you know is already inside of you, that you're already capable of doing. That's all it is. I'm your biggest cheerleader. Cause I'm like, look, listen, coach, when she leaves, you know, we're going to have a party. <laughs> those of you guys, those of you guys who are, you know, who are um, still in her, in her company, listen, there's an entrepreneur world that literally is pulling at her every single day mm-hmm. and it's momentum. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm here. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I love the fact that this story is, it's, it's their highs, their lows, their parts of enjoyment, their parts of sadness, but we are blessed throughout the entire journey. Embrace the journey, embrace the journey. We have some chats here on Andra. Uh, Sean says the thing I found works the best for me in my life is acting like my life is on the line. Like I have to do X, Y, or Z, or I'm not going to make it. Leaves no time for hesitation, procrastination, et cetera. The only issue, it led to burnout and and hard. So I decided to incorporate meditation and reflection, but those opened up the door for that hesitation and procrastination, which really ruined my groove. Any suggestions? I love that. Because when you put meditation on the line, you're telling yourself, listen, my peace is on the line, right? Yeah, Mm. like you said, Coach Valina, we're in this like workers mentality. So we feel like if I'm busy, then I'm making progress. But to sit still, Oprah said this, (laughs) like uh, maybe I I watched a video of her on like a Super Soul Sunday. Mm. She said, be still. I'm like, be still and do what? (laughs) (laughs) But when when your life is on the line and you tell yourself, if I don't be still, I'm going to burn out. Mm. If I don't be still, I'm going to... I'm not going to be any good to any client or creating any type of product because my mind won't work. That's right. That's, that's hard. I love it. Yeah. It, it, and no one can successfully run on a treadmill forever. So there are times when you have to listen to your mind, listen to your body. It's going to tell you when it needs a break. Listen to it and allow it to guide you. When it's time to go, it's time to go. Your body will receive it. But when it's time to slow down and and take that break and be still, as Oprah says, you will know that. So listen to your body. Oh, we have another question. Let me see. I'm so glad I found this platform. Trying to thrive in entrepreneur space. Okay, let's see. Funny cause I constantly get asked the same question. What do you do? Okay. And last question, what role does savings have to play in entrepreneurship? Oh, that's a really, really good question. So I have a concept in my coaching. It's called your runway Um, and your runway. So if you guys can get it from like if any of you guys have traveled, uh, if you're on a, a tarmac and you're getting ready to go to any foreign country, whatever, you're on vacation. There's a runway that the plane is on that it has to that it needs time to take off. So when when I say um, how long or how much have you built your, your runway, I'm asking you how much money have you saved up? And then how much money on top of that have you given yourself so that you don't ever have to tap into your savings? So I call it an, an exit account. That's that first number that you're telling yourself, I need, t- I need $10,000 in order to um, cover my expenses. And that's going to make, that's going to allow me to live for three or four months or six months if that's what I deem to be my runway. So let's say your basic runway is just 
10K in the bank, and that's going to be able to save you time without making any money. Then we build on that. So in entrepreneurship, where savings is, comes into play, best case scenario, you never have to touch your savings. And then you can go invest that because we build on that. We say before you leave your job, what revenue generating activities are you going to do to build onto that exit account? What are we going to do that you can do every single day to make money outside of your nine to five? How can we create a new stream of income that's going to get you to leave your job? Now, after you leave your job, right, and you don't have that W-2 that um, direct deposit anymore, then we, we say, how long will your, your runway actually last if you're living on that plus the consistent income that you're building? So Coach Lena's going hard. She's spending 80 hours plus doing both nine to five and entrepreneurship. But let's say you want to de dedicate 20 hours to your business and um, the regular 40 hours plus to your nine to five. If you're already generating, let's say $500 a week in your side hustle, mm -hmm. then what we're talking about is when you leave, you have your exit account, you have the typical $500 that you're making every week in your business. And then we talk about turning up the, the turning up a notch on your business activities. So now you're bringing in a consistent income that replaces your W-2, right? So strategically, we never have to touch your savings account if those challenges don't happen. But that's why we build an exit strategy account, because entrepreneurship has its ups and downs. So I would be remiss if we built a strategy that didn't consider those ups and downs. But we want to make sure you have consistent income that you never have to touch your savings. Oh, so good. OK, let me ask you this. And I know we're at time. Um, how can we work with you? Where can we reach out to you? I think you have a workshop coming up. Can you guide us through that uh, if they want to participate in your programs? Yes. Right now, if you want to join my workshop, you can actually type in corporateexitblueprint.com and register for the workshop that's tomorrow. What we're going to talk about are the specific aspects of my coaching that gets you from point A to point B. So that's the first way you can join my workshop. We are going to talk about everything that you need in order to build your revenue generating activities, create an exit strategy that you can actually stick to, and then keep your energy up at a high vibration so you can continue to execute. Because that's the number one thing that we get in uh, trouble with is consistency and executing. But the worst thing is knowing everything that you need to do to be an entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur and not taking action. So mm -hmm. tomorrow we're going to have a conversation about how to take action and how to break free from corporate America. So if you type in www corporateexitblueprint.com. You can sign up for the workshop and that's how we can see each other tomorrow and get started working together. Otherwise, you can join me on Instagram. My name is right here. It's Ariel Young underscore. And we can have a conversation about what specifically needs to go into your exit strategy and then talk. Oh, we lost you. Can you say that again? Yep. I said, if you DM me on um, Instagram, my name is right here at the bottom. So after you sign up for the workshop tomorrow, if you want to DM me and have a conversation about what your specific exit strategy might look like, then we can have a conversation about that and then build on to see if we'd be a good uh, fit to work together. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have learned so much. Instagram has has grown a bit too. structure is the biggest part of freedom. And then I love what Felicia says. Um intentional discomfort that she was talking about how good that was. So love, love, love all of the comments. Thank you all for joining today. Any last words you'd like to leave us with? I would like to say thank you guys so much for betting on yourselves. For you to find these ladder talks, 
is amazing because ladder talks didn't exist when I was in corporate America. There wasn't someone I knew who was actively building their business and working their nine to five and excelling doing both. I had nothing. I literally would YouTube all the time. So the fact that you guys found ladder talk is amazing. I love you guys' energy. And if you guys at, at all have any curiosity about what does intentional discomfort look like for me, then I would be your girl to talk to. But until then, just bet on yourself and continue to sit with Coach Lulina because she's guiding you in the right direction. Yes, thank you. Can't end it any better than that. We hope to have you back soon because you continue to drop dreams and I personally learn a lot from you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much again for joining and we'll see you all tomorrow. Bye, Bye guys. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.